What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. Wa- Milia- blah, William Monroe. It's been a while. Well, I cannot say <laughs> Can't even anymore. remember my name, Steve. How are you, buddy? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it's been a while. We were finally coming out of hibernation here to uh, get things back rolling with the uh, mock drafts. Yeah, yeah. I've been all in on March Madness here as we're winding down toward the end and have the final four set for this coming weekend. Um, so this will be interesting. I've you know followed free agency a bit here in the NFL, but have been kind of out of mock draft loops. So this will be my first one of the season. Haven't done any practice, so coming in cold. Yeah, it's it, for me, we're kind of in that stage where you know, the, the dust from free agency has settled. I've definitely seen all the moves, but whether I remember mm-hmm. <laughs> is another yes. question. Um, I have done one mock uh, in preparation of this one just to see what the ADPs look like and to make sure everything actually worked. Um, I will tell you, Will, uh, we finally got a change of the guard up front where CMC yeah. is not the one I want. To be expected, um, probably, right? See, yeah, and mine that went to Jonathan Taylor. Um, I don't. I know Barkley's been up high. He was top five last year, but he was typically one or two of the years prior. I feel like he's dropped into the back of the first. I don't recall. Again, I've only done one, so who knows? Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, still have a lot of running backs toward the top. Still have Adams and Hill, and looks like Diggs in the uh, top ten, but mostly running back. So some movement, but. I know it doesn't look like anything too drastic yet. We'll see what happens with the NFL draft. That'll shake a lot up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's worth noting. We don't have any of the rookies in this mock. Um, since we don't, you know, they have ADPs, but it's not going to affect reality. So we, we took, we took them out. Um, I, I do recall, maybe I was just in a bad mood when I did my mock. I was not happy with the depth I was seeing once I got past the opening rounds. Um, so it'll be interesting interesting to see if my opinion is still the same on that front. Um but a it yeah, tight ends that not deep quarterback I didn't feel like was as deep, which seems weird. I don't know. Maybe that was just me. I guess we'll yeah, see. We'll Won't see. We? And there's a lot of movement to quarterback there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so we'll just to go over our format for a while, because it's been a while. Um we got uh, 12 team PPR. We got one quarterback, two running backs, two running back or wide receivers, one tight end, uh, one running back wide receiver flex, one wide receiver tight end flex, and then I believe six bench spots. Um, not drafting a kicker. Yeah, I was going to say, Steve, why do we omit the kicker and defense here in a mock draft? Yeah, they just they they tend to be the last two rounds of the draft, so we could just cut that out, and you could pick whatever kicker and defense you want and your own drafts. So yeah, we remove them. Um, this formats our our typical redraft league or redraft league of record kind of format. Uh, so that's why it's a, a tad unique with those flex spots, but uh, nothing too abnormal. No. And if you're new, you'll, you'll soon notice that Steve and I have a, a kind of a, um, <clears throat> a pattern the way we draft typically quarterbacks or later. I usually just take one. As, as you'll see, I think it's been the trend for most fantasy leagues, but there's always a few leagues that will have some people drafted multiple, um, usually only taking one kicker, one defense, and they tend to be our last couple picks. Sometimes maybe, you know, two of the last three picks, but usually our last two picks. Um, and, and 
you know, usually one tight end as well. Maybe you get spicy and take two later, but usually you load up on those multiple position players, like the running back and wide receiver. And that's what we'll likely see here and, and throughout the draft season. And we're trying to preach and get everyone on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, today, Will, you are drafting out of the five spot. Uh, I am drafting out of the 10. Again, we got 12 spots in total. Are you ready to get Yeah, started? a little bit of breaking news before we get started here. <clears throat> Eagles just announced they will be in 2023 bringing back the Kelly Green jerseys. Yeah, it's not determined if it's full season or just as an alternate, but I know that there were some issues with like the alternate. I don't think you were allowed to have an alternate helmet. So... I don't know. They did say that it is going to be the old Kelly Green helmet as well. So I don't know if that means it's going to be the full uniform or if it's going to be like still once a year. But um definitely excited about that. That's something that the Philadelphia fan base has been calling for for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely heard those calls. Um And that's cool. Always nice to get a nice little change of pace there. Even if, it, you know, whether regardless of whether it's a, a full game or just a part. Perfect. So, Will, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this thing started. Knock out the the first mock of the year. So, let's see here, Will. You you were up, and (laughs) ADPs did dictate that CMC is going first. Um, So, he's still battling up there. My mock earlier, I believe he went third. Yeah. I was going to say ranked. I I didn't look at the uh, ADP. You know he was ranked like third or fourth, but was his ADP still higher than jt yeah and that's that's the fun thing with with sleeper it'll bounce around yeah. a little bit typically on those first picks um as happens in, in real drafts so we had mccaffrey go jonathan taylor dalvin cook and Devonte adams you are on the clock yeah pretty easy for me i think you know you could argue hill or adams you know could could be argued as like a top five pick but when i'm in this range i'm still gonna go running back here and <clears throat> with McCaffrey with Taylor with Cook off the board. Pretty easy. I mean, you, you guess you could make the argument for Austin Eckler as well, but I am going to continue to ride the King Henry and decide here and, and, and lock down that RB1. Uh, there's def- definitely a chance that this is the year that he falls off. You know, it happens with every running back. Usually it's not, not very graceful, too. It's usually a pretty dramatic fall off. But I, at this stage, you know, hear this early in the offseason, probably one of the safer running backs you're going to be able to get. I highly doubt Tennessee takes a running back in the draft. And if they do, it's not someone they plan on using here. They're going to ride Derrick Henry out for the rest of this contract. So happy to start and center a team around King Henry. After I take Henry, Austin Eckler, Terry Kill, Saquon Barkley, and Stephon Diggs. Okay, yeah, I, I I don't think any big surprises yet. Um, it, it all looks pretty fine with me. Uh, looking at the running backs, it's, that's the position I'm going to be focusing on. We've got Zeke, Najee, Joe Mixon, uh, Nick Chubb, Kamara, Swift. Uh, Kamara's a, a big faller here. Um, perennial top three guy. Um, I don't recall where he was going last year, but typically one of those upper echelon guys still here. Um, for me... I think I'm going with Najee. You know, it is close. Uh, Zeke, I still don't know what to make of Zeke. 
you know, the Zeke believers will just say he was banged up last year. You know, the ones that are ready for his downfall are saying it doesn't matter. And, you know, he's falling off. Um, I don't see a reason to really roll the dice on him when you have someone like Najee available or you have Joe Mixon. Um, both of them are solid options. You know, pick whatever one you like. I'm going with Najee. I just trust him a little bit more. And, and that's weird to say because Mixon's been so good, but we've had so much inconsistency with Mixon throughout his career that was without Jamar Chase and, and Burrow. So I'm assuming that those problems are going to be gone. Uh, but I like Najee. I'm not really concerned with the quarterback, you know, regardless of who it is. Well, that's not true. As long as it's Baker or Trubisky, it's an upgrade from Big Ben. Um, you know, in both of those, you know, Baker had Nick Chubb with, with plenty of good years and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Trubisky had Montgomery with good years. So I don't think either of them is really going to hinder uh Najee. So I am comfortable knocking in Najee here. Um, I will see. It'll be nice uh, if like a Camaro or a Swift got back to me here on this turn, but we will see. So let's lock him in. Cooper Cup going off the board right at me. And then uh, the turn, Zeke Elliott and Camaro. Yeah. That is something else. Imagine yeah, having that last team year. Yeah, some I mean, years ago. <laughs> yeah, Camaro yeah, is one that I, I didn't see until just now. But yeah, it's interesting that he probably had one of the bigger slides. Yeah, we'll see if that holds true throughout the rest of the year. Um, and then Justin Jefferson goes off the board with the 202. Uh, so that makes my decision very easy. Um, I'll, I'll just run through some some guys here. We've got Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, uh, DeAndre Swift, uh, Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, another one that's falling off. Uh, and then at the wide receiver position, we do got Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, Debo, uh, D-Hop, Lamb, Keenan Allen. And we've got all our tight ends. Kelsey is in consideration here. Uh, without Tyreek and without, you know, adding, you know, a mainstream top guy, you know, some people say that's Juju, but it's been a, a few years. Um, Kelsey could be a real benefactor, but I just, I hate pulling the, the, the trigger that early on tight end, which is a shame because this year might be the year. It feels really, uh, really light later on in the draft, but you know, we'll see what happens here. I'm going to lock in Joe Mixon. It, it's hard to pass him up when, you know, the Bengals are ascending uh, with Burrow and Chase. And, you know, hopefully there's no Super Bowl hangover for them. Uh, but I'll roll the dice. So we will go ahead and take Mr. Mixon. Uh, Kelsey goes off the board right after that. So hope you weren't waiting for him. Well, uh, there goes DeAndre Swift, Jamar Chase, and Antonio Gibson. Yeah, both Kelsey and Antonio Gibson. Or sorry, Kelsey and Chase would have been nice. Um, but there's still some interesting running backs on the board. I've heard a lot of mixed, uh, reviews as to what to make of Nick Chubb with the Watson trade. You know, you could argue that they're probably going to run just as much, if not more, but is he going to take some goal line carries away from Chubb? Is he going to help Chubb just because you have, you know, some read option? I'm not sure exactly how much read option Nick Chubb ran, but in the last few years, he has been primarily out of the, um, primarily out of the um, out of like single eye formation or like single back. I don't believe I believe Baker Mayfield was more under center more than most. So that'll be interesting. You still have Aaron Jones available. Javante Williams is also one that I'm looking at. Uh, he's a little further down in the rankings, but I'm sure he'll work his way up to the second round um, in, in upcoming drafts at receiver. Looking at AJ Brown, still at Debo Samuel, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, CD Lamb. Lamb's another interesting one too that I think you should be a pretty big benefactor of some movements there as well. 
So I'm looking at probably AJ, Debo, or CD. Given that there's still a few of them there, you know, who knows if they'll be there in the next round, but I'd be okay grabbing one of them if they fall. So I'm going to go with running back. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb here as of now until we see any additional movements. Um, Aaron Jones is still interesting, but not sure what to make of them without the receivers. They don't seem to have any, so maybe they run the ball more, but you still have Rodgers. Um, Melvin's still in Denver, so I don't think I'd take Javante over Nick Chubb at this stage. If, or maybe not in Denver, but hasn't signed anywhere yet, so hasn't, can't rule it out. So at this stage, I think Nick Chubb is the easy pick here. We'll lock him in there with Derrick Henry. After him, Debo Samuel, Josh Allen, A.J. Brown, <clears throat> and George Kittle on the turn there. Pat Mahomes, C.D. Lamb, Aaron Jones, and DeAndre Hopkins. So the receivers I are looking at have gone off the board. We still have Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, D.K. Metcalf. He'll be an interesting one to decide upon coming up. Um. But given the running backs that I mentioned there, Cam Akers is still on the board. We have David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins. But as I mentioned, Javante Williams is in consideration last round. And you'll notice in upcoming drafts, Steve and I typically tend to lean more heavily on running backs. Um, I don't want to fade receiver completely, but being able to get Henry Chubb and Javante Williams is a great start. And, you know, I'll likely take a few more, but will feel pretty comfortable with those three to start, especially because we can start three in this format. So we're going to lock in Javante Williams. Anybody you're hoping falls to you, Steve? Um, Mark Andrews, probably. Um, just to get tight end out of the way, because again, later it really falls off. You know, I don't mind in... I don't know how you feel about him, but maybe Albert O as a real late guy this year. So that would be the play if if uh, if Andrews doesn't get to me. Well, I guess Waller's still there, um, but just wait and maybe grab Albert O. But Andrews would be nice. Um, Acres Montgomery would be solid uh, from a wide receiver standpoint. I'm pretty comfortable with a lot of them, so I would take any of them. I would like probably Metcalf or Michael Thomas to go off the board because I'm probably not taking a shot there um but still plenty of options you know depending on the running back that gets back to me i would regret my mix and decision potentially uh but yeah we'll another one that i think is interesting on the flip side of of your <clears throat> albert o's no offense i don't love what they have now but i think it's looking more and more like they're probably going to draft a quarterback so if you have a rookie quarterback there you know Maybe they make a move with DK. Noah Fant could be a big beneficiary. You, like, you do see tight ends be one of the best friends of a young quarterback. So Fant, I think, is going to be an interesting late-round target. But there is a lot of other tight ends available. So we'll lock in Williams here and see who gets back to you. Um, after that, Cam Akers, Mark Andrews, Dave Montgomery, and Keenan Allen. Okay, so yeah, a couple of the guys that I was mentioning there. Um, Still some solid running back options. You know, Dobbins is here. I don't know what's going to happen with his ADP, considering there hasn't been a lot of good news around him. He could start on the pop. Um, Josh Jacobs, solid. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not the best offseason. They're bringing Rojo. Um, Fournette, though, losing Rojo. That's nice. Um, Sanders, ETN, you want to roll the dice on. Uh, Connor, Elijah Mitchell. So still some, some good running backs. 
Uh, at the wide receiver position, we got Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Metcalf, Godwin, uh, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy. So plenty of good options here. I think I probably will go ahead and still strike at tight end and just grab Waller. Uh, definitely some concern because he's no longer the only option in town. Uh, well, I mean, it's a disservice to Renfro. Um, but you know, obviously the, the arrival of Devonte Adams changes some things, but I'm still going to lock in Waller. I'm still confident that he'll be a top tight or yeah. Top tight end. I don't know if top three is in the question for him. Probably because Kittle's been kind of up and down. Um, but still, you know, a top option compared to what's going to be around later. So we'll lock him in. I'll be happy with one of these wide receivers that falls to me, ideally. Um, Josh Jacobs goes off the board. Uh, at the turn is Deontay Johnson and Metcalf and then Terry McLaurin. So uh, that is nice. I got Mike Evans here, uh, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy. Uh, it is a shame. I would like Jerry Judy this year, but it's just a... I can't reach for him above the other options that are here. And he's definitely not going to fall to me. So that's a shame. Um, might be a good target for you here coming up, depending on how things fall. But besides the point, I think of these guys, it's between Mike Evans and Godwin. You know, I tend to go with the, the boom potential of Mike Evans. Um, I think this year I, I I'm leaning the safety of Godwin. Uh, but it's pick your poison. I mean, they're, they're very similar. Uh, as long as Godwin's fully healthy, but we're gonna go ahead and lock in Godwin here as my wide receiver one. Uh, we'll see what gets back to me. I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, we got Higgins off the board. Mike Evans, sorry, Mike Evans right after me. Then Higgins. Uh, if you were interested in Judy, he is now gone. Uh, went with the uh, 406, and then uh, our third quarterback, Justin Herbert, going off right before. Yeah, you. so we got Michael Thomas there. DJ Moore's interesting. Um, Cooper. I, I think it's definitely more interesting now with the Watson edition, but having Chubb already, don't know that I want to double up there. <clears throat> so that'll be interesting. Waddle, Allen Robinson, some decent options. Um, I lean if I go receiver DJ Moore. I know we've been high on him, and he hasn't been he hasn't had the best of years. Or the the best he hasn't really made that step forward that I think we've all been hoping for. Um, looking at right in that eleven to twelve hundred yardage range, um, had a lot more targets last year. The reception count went up, but just haven't got those touchdowns yet. So he'd be the receiver, running back. You still got Dobbins as a good option there. Miles Sanders, Fournette. Um, I think Dobbins is probably that last big time option. I guess you could say Elijah Moore, right? Or I'm sorry, Elijah Mitchell, because they lost. The, what they still have Sermon um, and Wilson and Mitchell. Is that it? Mostert's um, gone. N- Mostert's gone. Yeah. Um, they still got um, that other running back. We cycle through so many running backs. I can never remember who they are. Um, and he was a rookie a couple years ago. I'll have to look him up. I, this is going to make me mad when I realize who it is. Give me a second. Uh, Jamichael hasty. Yeah, who was stealing some pass catching work and stuff. So uh, maybe he's more relevant to note than Trey Sermon. I don't know. Maybe he steps up. But I think his ADP is low. Is just knowing trust San Francisco yeah. running backs and who's it going to be this That's year? Probably the the name of the game there. So, but with three running backs already, Dobbins would be 
nice, but and need to get a receiver here at some point. Need to fill a couple spots there. And we can't start four running backs. Um, in a real draft, it might be something you do because running backs are super valuable. Having four good ones, you can fill gaps at receiver and, and make trades. But we'll start to fill out the roster here, and we'll go DJ Moore as the top receiver. After him, Lamar Jackson, Waddle, Mark Cooper, J.K. Dobbins at the turn with Michael Thomas, Kyle Pitts, uh, Clyde Alaire, and T.J. Hawkinson. Some tight ends starting to go off the board there. Um, and were you targeting either of those two? There, probably not. I think no? this this go around, I'm, I'm I was planning on just kind of punting the position a bit here and seeing what happens if I get one of those later guys and just load up at those main two positions. Um, but yeah, I think there's just, you know, too many receivers and running backs still on the board here. So you got miles, you got James Connor, I think is probably a big beneficiary. Still pre-draft with Edmonds on the move. And then Elijah Mitchell, I think would be the running backs there. Receivers. I still do like Allen Robinson to bounce back there. And, um, as really the number two, I guess, cause they haven't signed OBJ back, right? They have not, and he's also, uh, I'd imagine, not starting the Yeah, uh, that's true. Season, I forgot about the ACL. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, February? So seven months? Yeah, I mean, I think nine to ten is, like, good. Seven months, probably not. So, yeah, I think Al Robinson is a big beneficiary, and I think his ADP will be pretty far down with all, you know, just the bad year that he's had and, and just a lot of sour sour my out, my outlooks on him so i like him here him and dj Moore to pair with the three running backs i already have and you know still keeps my team pretty diversified not really doubling down on any teams just yet so we'll lock in Allen robinson as my second receiver here after him miles sanders one fournette adam Thielen, travis Etienne, which is someone that i gotta remind myself is in the nfl and is on the jacksonville jaguars because didn't see him at all last year and then it is you yeah, and that's going to be a tough one because we're coming up on James Robinson's ADP as well. Um, so picking between those two, going to be a tough one. Um, so here I am. I got Najee, Mixon, uh, Godwin, and then Waller on my team. So I could really go with either another running back or another wide receiver, ideally. Um, at the running back position, we still got Connor, Elijah Mitchell, James Robinson, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, A.J. Dillon. Uh, at the wide receiver position, uh, Lockett, Sutton, Ayuk, Robert Woods, Michael Pittman, Devonta Smith. I like what I am seeing out of all those options. I'm not sure how I feel about Robert Woods this year or, or probably Ayuk. Uh, Lockett, uh, man, I, I read off those names and I like them, but now that I'm reading through them, I can kind of beat up on them a little bit, can I? Um, so I think I'm going to go with another running back here. Um, Maybe I'm not as happy with those six as I thought, but extending that further, I think I am happy. So like Sutton, I'd like to take a shot on Sutton this year. Falls in that same Jerry Judy category I mentioned earlier. Uh, Michael Pittman, definitely. Uh, Devonta Smith, I'm on Ross St. Brown's there. So I'm comfortable with all of those guys. Uh, running back, I'm somewhat comfortable with a lot of guys here, but it's going to dry up really quickly here. So it really comes down to the top three, James Connor, Elijah Mitchell, or James Robinson. Connor kind of jumps out at me after the year he just had. I do 
worry about him repeating that where I'm less worried about Elijah Mitchell sounds stupid, but you know, that's where I'm at. And James Robinson, I just don't know what to make of. So I am, I think I remove James Robinson from the equation. I bring it down to James Connor or Elijah Mitchell. And I think I'd rather have the, I mean, they both have upside. I, I think I'd rather just have Elijah Mitchell. I trust Shanahan more. I think with Trey Lance, that offense could be pretty interesting. Maybe that hurts Mitchell because Lance is running more, or, or maybe that helps him. Kind of like you were saying with with Chubb, uh, it could go both ways. Where you know Connor, a lot of his damage was done in the touchdown category, and it's easy to regress there. So I'm gonna go ahead and knock out or lock up Mitchell there. See what gets back to me. We have Kyler Murray go off the board, and then Goddard. Uh, at the turn, two wide receivers, lock it in Ayuk. So I am back on the board. I could just take James Conner again, lock in a fourth running back. I, I couldn't start four, uh, but I'd have four. But I do want to get a second wide receiver here before that drops off. And it's tight. Cortland Sutton's here, you know, with, with Russell Wilson. That's a big upgrade. Uh, Michael Pittman's here, broke out last year. And now he's got Matt Ryan, who I think is an upgrade over Wentz. Uh, he's really the only option there. Uh, Devonta Smith, again, a great year last year, coming the year two, another year with Hurts. Um, so some really good options. I, I think I'm going to lean Pittman. And I, I lean him because there's just no one else there. Unless you could rattle off a name. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else in no, Indy that matters. I mean, I think Pittman would be my pick here as well. <clears throat> I like couple of the other second year guys um that are gonna that'll be behind him there but i think Pittman's the clear one on what's a rushing offense but with a pass with, with a very adequate passer too so i mean unless you got what baby hands jack doyle or mo alley cox i mean i can only is ty still there i think i don't even know to be honest i don't know if it matters he might be there um and then you have uh paris campbell's probably still there Naeem Hines could catch the ball. I mean, they draft somebody, but I mean, it's still a rookie. So yeah, I'll lock in Pittman here. He seems uh, not the clear choice. You know, the other options are solid, uh, but I got him a step above the rest. And uh, it looks like you could choose from the rest there, Will. We got Dak going off the board after me, James Conner, Burrow, and James Robinson. So no wide receivers taken. You are back on the Yeah, uh, Conner would have been nice. Uh, I know, as we said, we can only start the three, three running backs, but Still would have been nice to have a fourth one there, especially him this late. Uh, I, I imagine they probably had somebody else, but at this stage, I can't see it being anybody that relevant to take that much away from him. With him off the board, Michael Carter, Chase Edmonds, probably the big ones. Cream Hunt is, is pretty nice as well, but having Chubb already, <clears throat> you may have a chance of getting him back in the next round if he doesn't go. I know you're also a Cream Hunt fan. Damien Harris is one that I don't know about. What do you what are your thoughts on Damien Harris? I will continue my stance for yeah. trusting Patriots running backs. I mean, here in the sixth round, I guess that's probably a fair spot to take mm. him. You know, I would probably rather have Kareem Hunt. Uh I might rather have Michael Carter, Devin Singletary. Maybe that's where the list ends. Yeah. So, so I guess maybe he's he's right for ADP, sixth, seventh round. Maybe you take a shot on him, but he's not like if I'm the team after you. Yeah, doesn't player, have one who does not have a running back yet left. I would be scared for him to be my yeah. only one. Um, 
but he's one of the last viable starters. I think that can have some upside, but yeah, I just, you can't trust the Patriots. Ramondi Stevenson looked good at times last year. I don't know. I want to take them in your no, position and there's, with three good yeah, guys on I mean, That's what I'm saying. And you, but you look at these teams that have no running backs or a couple that have one running back, and it's not. It definitely dries out. So this is partially why we like to take the running backs early, load up in receivers here in the middle rounds, and then you still have a lot of tight ends, a lot of quarterbacks available. Here in the sixth round, just for example, for people that like to take – Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen in the first round. Still have Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford. All four of them I'd be thrilled about. <clears throat> to start. Trey Lance uh, is in, in Deshaun Watson as well. Two guys that I think be really good to take a shot on. And Trey's ADP throughout the offseason. Oh, Watson will fly. Up. But still, I mean, you look, we've already got seven quarterbacks off the board. And I just named four to six that I'd be thrilled to take. So... With this being a mock draft, there will be two quarterbacks that go. But with those guys still there, I am more than happy to wait because most drafts you're going to have maybe half the league take two quarterbacks. I don't think too many people will take two that early. Um, but this is why we wait because there's still a ton left. But as Steve's mentioned, tight end does dry up a bit. We've got Schultz, Knox, Kasicki, uh, Friar Muth, Hunter Henry, Fant. Gronk, Ertz, Komet. Really, none of them stand out too much. I guess Schultz, maybe, um, to me. But there are two guys that... There's only one guy behind me that's taken a tight end already. So I'll see what the landscape looks like um, if if Schultz is still there in the next round. Because I do think he is a big beneficiary with Gallup coming back from the injury and really just CD ahead of him. He could be in for in line for a big year. But I can't go away from those more important positions here. So receiver, looking at Devonta Smith, I'm on Ross St. Brown and Elijah Moore right now. None of which have you know thrilling quarterbacks. Maybe Detroit makes a move, but I don't think so. I think Amon Ra, who I really like, is probably the one that I rule out first, just because I think the upside is capped. I think we saw you know elite level play from him. But is that like the height? I think Goff is only so good. I don't think Goff's getting any better. And I do think all, all three teams could bring another receiver in and probably should. But I do think Detroit is very likely to. You still have a tight end ahead of him. You could say the same about Smith, but I think Devontae Smith has got a, you know, has the track record to, you know, be the number one on that team. And Elijah Moore, you know, I think both his quarterback and Devontae Smith's quarterback and Hurts. And uh, Wilson, I wanted to say Darnold for a minute there. Wilson, I think both of them could take another step forward here as young quarterbacks. Um, I'm going to go Devonta Smith just because I trust him the most. And can get a nice little homer pick in here. But I do think both he and Moore have much more room for growth as well as their quarterbacks have more room for growth. And there's not a ton around them receiving-wise. I mean, Devonta Smith has Goddard but you're going to need two options there and they're going to run the ball out. But I do think you, you know, ideally hurts take a step forward. If he doesn't, then they're moving on from him likely this year, but I do think he'll take a step forward. He's got the work ethic to do that. And uh, Wilson should as well, but I think there's a better chance that the jets bring in a more big name receiver. Maybe they make a play for DK Metcalf. Maybe they make a play for somebody else that's available. 
So I'll go to Devonta Smith here, see what gets back to me out of the tight end, running back, and receiver position. So we had Damian Harris go to the team that you said you'd be terrified to get him with. Uh, Cortland Sutton goes off the board. I'm on Rossine Brown. Mal- not Malcolm Brown. Marquise Brown. Got to get used to these names again. It's been a while. Kareem Hunt. Matt Stafford off the board. So all of the teams behind me have a quarterback now. Robert Woods and Elijah Moore. So the running back, the receivers I was talking about have gone um, top of the board here. And I think, Will, to jump yeah. in real quick, um, I, I think you made the right move. I mean, we, we both like Devonta Smith, but he made the right move because you can look at the board and you could tell some wide receivers were going to go off the board. You know, team three only had one. So they were a prime candidate to pick two and they picked two. Uh, team number one only had one. So it kind of looked like they were going to pick another one as well. Um, you know, for me personally, I'm looking at team six that doesn't have a wide receiver yet. They're probably going to take them. So you got ahead of that run, which was, uh, yeah. And that's what you got to do. You got to anticipate the runs. Um, I was, you know, there was some running backs that were interesting, but none that I was super thrilled about. So I was looking at receiver or tight end. And the anticipation is there's two teams that only had one receiver. Uh, the other two had three, but you know, receivers, a position that a lot of teams are going to load up on. And three of the four teams behind me there already had a tight end. So in all likelihood, they're not going to take a second. I lucked out with team three not taking a tight end because they needed receivers as well. So here, looking at probably tight end or receiver, but we'll take a gander here at running back. You've got A.J. Dillon. you got Michael Carter. Chris Carson's an interesting one that I don't know what to make because they had some guys behind him look pretty good at the end of the season there. Penny. Um... I don't think the they have somebody else that played well. Alex Collins, Collins had a yeah. couple games. But Penny looked pretty good and, and finally stepped into that role. Chris Carson was injured. Is he getting older? He's, what, 27 now? Um, he's got a lot of carries against him. So it's interesting. Not someone I'd consider here, but someone to take note of that like could be a value if, if he starts to drop. They got Melvin Gordon down there. So there's still some interesting running backs that I probably will have to look at at the next turn. But I'm going to look at likely Dalton Schultz. Receiver that's interesting for me here is Brandon Cooks. A, he's the only guy in town in Houston. Now, they don't have a great quarterback, but they didn't last year, and he played well. And he also, I think, is a candidate to be traded, too. So he's someone that I would be interested in as a fourth receiver. Uh, the, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to take Dalton Schultz as the upside play at tight end, kind of lock that position down as Steve has already, and then be able to be flexible, you know, find the time when you want to take that quarterback. Don't have to take him too early, but I lock in that tight end position. I don't look at that. The rest of the draft here, I can just load up on receivers and running backs and then strike a quarterback when I think it's right. So we're going to go Dalton Schultz. Locking him in there, three running backs, three receivers, and a tight end. After him, E.J. Dillon, Brandon Cooks goes, Mike Williams, got a big contract this year, Michael Carter. So a quick reset here. I'll read off the uh, available options at all the positions before I make my pick. I I do pretty easily know what I want to do here. A quarterback, still got most of the guys, uh, Will, you rattled off a little while ago. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson. 
Uh, running back, Chris Carson, Devin Singletary. Uh, Singletary is kind of surprising given the, the year that he had. Um, Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, Rashad Penny, Cordell Patterson at wide receiver, Renfro, Claypool, OBJ, Julio. Julio, okay. Uh, Kenny Kenny Galladay, uh, Darnell Mooney, Cordell again. Uh, he's dual position. Juju, interesting. Um, Tyler Boyd, DJ Chark, and at tight end. Uh, not for me, but Dawson Knox, Gesicki, Firemuth, Hunter Henry, Noah Fant, Gronk. Um, so I'm going to jump ADP a little bit here, Will, which you could, you know, we're in the middle of rounds. So you can do. Uh, that's no problem. Um, the guy who wants Darnell Mooney. Um, I, I think uh, a, a second year of Fields, I'm, I'm expecting some sort of level up from Fields, you know, maybe not to elite level, but better than last year. Uh, Alan Robbins is officially gone. You know, I think Darnell Moody's the number one there, and he'll be soaking up some targets. And I'm just not in love with the guys ahead of him. Uh, Renfro was solid last year, but will he continue to be solid with, you know, Devontae Adams coming to town? I don't know. Uh, Chase Claypool, fine roll of the dice. You know, you got a, a quarterback that's not ancient anymore. You know, that, that could be a good thing from him. You know, we've established Odell's going to be missing some time. Julio doesn't even have a team. And Kenny G hasn't looked like Kenny G in a couple of years now. So I just don't love the options ahead of Mooney. Um, in fact, I would make the case I'd probably take Juju over all of them as well. Just take the upside shot that he's the guy in KC. Um, you know, maybe I would take Claypool or Renfro over him, maybe, but they're all close. So Darnell Mooney is actually the one I want. Give myself a third wide receiver, a decent upside option, and a young guy that's growing with a young quarterback. So we'll lock him in. It's a shame Singletary went off the board right after that. I would have liked to add Singletary. Um, and then Renfro and Rogers go at the turn. Chris Carson goes right after me. So I'm looking at a pretty balanced team. I got three wide receivers in Godwin, Pittman, and Mooney, and three running backs at, with Najee, Mixon, and Elijah Mitchell. Uh, another running back would not be a bad thing here. So that is where I'm going to turn. As a reminder, we got Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, Rashad Penny, Cordell Patterson, Tony Pollard, Miles Gaskin, Rojo, Mostert. Some solid options there. Um, I think the guy I want is Chase Edmonds. That that whole situation feels like a trap this year of Chase Edmonds and Mostert, and, and you're going to buy the dip, you know, the ADP dip of Mostert because he's the cheapest, and they might just eat each other alive. But I think we're going to take the pass catcher and Chase Edmonds as the more interesting option. I don't need to rely on him as a starter. Uh, so if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Um, but I'm imagining he'll be a good guy to plug in on bye weeks and, and for injuries. So I'm going to go ahead and, and lock in Edward um, Edmonds here. It's a shame, you know, Penny had such a good second half of the year last year. But I, you know, you mentioned Carson. I do not trust the Seahawks this year at all. Uh, so I will just avoid him. We'll lock in Edmonds there. Penny goes off the board right after that. Uh, followed by Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon, and then Julio. Right, so a little bit of a running back run there, so we kind of thought it was possible. Um, and as you look, there was no tight ends taken. I think there was only a few teams that needed one, so may have been able to hold off on Dalton Schultz, but alas, yeah, live and you learn there. So running backs, we've got Cordell Patterson, who I think is pretty interesting having that flexibility at running back receiver. He would be both my fourth running back and fourth receiver. It gives you some positional flexibility. Um, Ronald Jones to Kansas City is interesting because I don't think they really have too much else besides Clyde in him, right? 
Am I missing anybody specifically? I don't know the McKinnon yeah. situation. I'd imagine they only signed him to a one-year deal. And, I mean, he played well enough to earn another contract, but I'm not sure if he officially signed mm-hmm. or anything. It's interesting. Mostert, I think, is another one that I think is interesting in Miami, taking a shot on him versus taking a shot on Jace Edmonds. Probably is Edmonds. I think Edmonds got more money, but Mostert is always someone that's ready to steal carries from somebody. Um, and then you still got those quarterbacks available. We had a couple go, Rodgers and Wilson, but all the teams behind me have a quarterback. So if I'm thinking about doing one soon, it wouldn't be till the next round, given that they all have them there. Still got Hurts, still got Watson, and still have Brady actually there as well. Um, Derek Carr will probably take a bit of a jump with Devontae Adams. So I've got a lot of options available there, quarterback. So we're going to look running back or receiver here. We're looking receiver. You still got Claypool. Don't know what to make of them with not having a quarterback, I guess. Mitch Trubisky is the starter right now, right? Projected starter, I guess. Yeah, he's projected. And then there's the Baker rumors that they'll pounce the Browns cut Baker. Um, One that is interesting that I think people have been kind of poo-pooing on a bit is Juju Smith-Schuster in Kansas City because no more Tyreek Hill. I mean, I guess B. Cole is your deep threat. You still got Travis Kelsey, but... Juju is interesting as the top receiver on the team here. Um, so still, he is someone that I'm thinking about. Not really in love with too much else. I think I may take Cordell Patterson here for the flexibility. Um, and, you know, granted, that's, you know, we're doing this course of the draft. You're only taking him here if they haven't signed or drafted a big-time running back. There's still a good chance they do, but in the idea that they don't take any at this point, and it gives me the flexibility to look at either Juju, you know, or Mostert or a running running back that I like. But having Cordell Patterson gives you that unique flexibility to have him both as your fourth running back and receiver and be able to kind of fill that other position. So we're gonna go Patterson. After him, we're going Pollard. Pollard goes Chase Capel, Miles Gaskin, Odell Beckham Jr. Kenny Galladay, Juju off the board, um, Dawson Knox, and then Jalen Hurts. So we did have this first team take a second quarterback. Um, does make you pause and second guess about maybe trying to grab one, especially with Juju off the board. If I'm going non-quarterback at this stage, it looks like it's probably Mostert, um, which isn't bad, but I think I probably have more of a, of a guaranteed value here if I take Watson, uh, he's the person that I'd be looking at. I just think there's a lot of upside there. Uh, probably still a run-heavy offense, but who knows? Amari Cooper's there. Maybe they change it up a bit, especially if Watson can play. He's still have Brady there, Dirk Carr, but I, I like the upside of Watson, especially with the rushing ability, which partially why I probably would have wanted to try to get Hurts. Don't know exactly how they're going to run to the offense, so having Chubb and Watson is interesting, you know, kind of lock down all of the rushing touchdowns in that offense. Um, so it's interesting, but I'll, I'm going to go ahead and take Watson here. See what happens if I go both tight end and quarterback in the middle rounds here. More tight ends go off the board on a little run here. We have Hunter Henry, Gasicki, the aforementioned Mostert, and then Noah Fant. I am going to reach again. Um, I'm looking probably looking at a, a wide receiver here um dj chark is kind of interesting he's got a, a prove it deal he's with the lions they're gonna be passing a lot 
is golf. So it's not, you know, great passing, but he could be interesting. Um, Gabe Davis, another one that wouldn't surprise me, you know, I've backed him in years past. Uh, but at the same time, he's ended the year and years past strongly and then not started the next year. Great. So I don't really trust him a lot, but I, I do. I think it's a good shot to take here. Um, I would probably be picking him if I didn't pick, uh, if I didn't roll the dice on Mooney earlier. So I think to counter my Mooney, not that Mooney's like some super boom bust guy, but if he doesn't pan out, I need another wide receiver. Um, so I'm going to go with a, a guy that I think is going to be safe, relatively safe given the volume that we saw last year, uh, but also has some upside because he's entering a second year and that's going to be Rashad Bateman. Um, Good offense in Baltimore, a coach that I trust. Um, again, you know, for a while there, he was getting, you know, six, seven, eight targets a game. I, if memory serves, it started to uh, drop off towards the end of the year. Um, but you're a two guy, you know, I think he could step up. I'm not expecting anything amazing, but to be, you know, the top wide receiver and surpass, you know, Hollywood Brown, it wouldn't surprise me. So go ahead and pick up Bateman here. We got Fryermuth, Trey Lance finally goes off the board, DJ Chark, and Kirk Cousins. Uh, so quarterback, as you said, Will, was uh, was really good, and now it is thinning up quite a bit. Um, of course, you know, Sleeper is drafting double quarterbacks, and that's going to uh, cause things to slim a little bit quicker. Um, but I think now is probably my time to strike because Tom Brady's still there, and his ADP should not be this low. Uh, I'm assuming that's because he was retired and, you know, his ADP is just working its way back up to where it needs to be. Um, but uh, we'll go ahead and just lock in Tom Brady now. I don't think I really need to say anything. He's got a uh, 20-year career you could just look at. So he is locked in here. Will uh, Tyler Boyd, Ronald Jones, Kadarius Tony, and Gronk go off the board before you're All right. So we've got some interesting receivers here. Gabe Davis, Christian Kirk. Uh, Travis Landry, I think, will be interesting to see where he lands. I wonder if Gallup will be healthy, but he's someone that I think is going to have an opportunity to step up. Rondale Moore is one that I really like as well. I think he has a real big opportunity to step up. Uh, I, I assume AJ Green's still under contract, but I'm not sure. Do you know anything if AJ Green's still there? I don't know for sure, um, but I do feel like he signed a two year deal. I can look it up real quick for you. Yes, he is under contract by the looks of it, I think. No, he's not. No, he's not. Which would make some sense because I saw some rumors of Julio maybe yeah, going there. interesting. And it kind of felt like you're replacing one old guy. Yeah. With um, so yeah, nothing for AJ Green there. So, well, like I said, Rondell Moore is interesting with Christian Kirk leaving. Kirk, obviously interesting, but not really sure how the, how that's going to shake out with the amount of guys they have there. you got, what, Marvin Jones still, LaVisca maybe traded, maybe not. So some interesting ones there at receiver. Running back, Kenny Gadewell is someone that I'm interested in. I think they're going to use him a lot. They did not tender Boston Scott, so he's pretty much free agent. Probably still a chance that Jordan Howard's back because for some reason they love Jordan Howard and keep bringing him back. But either way, I think there is a chance that Kenneth Gamewell is really going to step up as the number two and be the passing down. And another guy that interests me a little further down, Gus Edwards. I think we were all hype on him when J.K. Dobbins went down and then he went down as well. 
So bummer there. But two running backs I think are pretty interesting. So it's worth noting, well, I don't know if you saw the the rumor. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but uh um the worry is that he might start on the pop. Both so of them. You could end up with Dobbins and him yeah. on the pop, yeah. Which is tough. Especially for that team too. Um so Definitely, guys, that you could keep an eye on as like a late round choice. Um, but here, I'm going to be looking at receiver or running back. And I think there's more receivers that I like available. I don't think that Kenny Gainwell goes, but you never know. So I'm going to go ahead and snag up my fourth slash fifth running back. Cordell Patterson really makes it confusing trying to decide what position all they all are. So we'll lock in Kenny Gainwell and see which receivers get back here. After him, Stevenson, Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz, Davis on the turn with uh, Trevor Lawrence, Michael Gallup, Justin Fields, and Alexander Madison. So Kirk was interesting. Um, still have Rondell Moore there. I said everything about him already, so no really need to rehash that. He's going to be my pick here. Um, and slots in as my fourth slash fifth receiver. Patterson given that extra flexibility. So really just keeping both of those positions rounded out. So Rondale will be locked in. Got both Moors. Got some name recognition there and uh, or name flexibility for working on that team name. And we've got, after him, Jarvis Landry, Derek Carr. Had to make sure I didn't say David Carr there. Cole Komet and Ryan Tannehill to you. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like I need a running back. It's been a little while. Um, but as, uh, as what tends to happen, it is quite dry out there. Uh, we have, uh, Daryl Henderson, not a bad option. Um, uh, Jamal Williams, Chuba Hubbard probably is a bad option. Um, Gus Edwards, like you said, um, Sony's out there, JD McKissick, Naeem Hines, Drake, Sermon, Moss, Devonta Foreman, Mike Davis, who I think is technically a starter still. Um, they don't know what's going to happen there. I think bleh, I don't like any of them, um, but I think the one I like the most is Jamal Williams. You know, we saw uh, some some good fantasy games out of him last year when he was healthy um, at times. So it's not a bad shot to take. Again, you know, it's not like I'm going to find some diamond in the rough right now. I don't think. I mean, I could, could. you'd find him every year, but you know, I'm looking at these uh, this grouping and I don't see a lot of diamond potential. So. We're just going to lock in a depth play with Jamal Williams there. Uh, Henderson and Chuba go off the board back-to-back right after that. Higby and Irv Smith go off the board. Give a quick check over to the wide receiver position. We got Jacoby Myers, Robbie Anderson, Miko Hardman, Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, LaVisca Chenault, Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. So we're in that kind of tier uh, of... Uh, person here uh donovan people's jones kind of interesting you know with everyone that has left cleveland um so some some decent flex options i guess potential i do notice that will fuller is now called william big name changer Um, yeah big one um he is someone that i'm interested in depending on where he he can only stay healthy for real and you would think cleveland would be a perfect spot they need a wide receiver. He's yeah, like Watson. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, is the number two right now. Probably, yeah. So he's interesting. I don't like taking a shot on a guy that's not on a team, but he's got high upside. Meekhole um, jumps out. Do I believe in him? Not really. Uh, but this late, 
you know, taking a shot on a guy that could be the one in Kansas City. I just I doubt it. So I really would rather not. I which is crazy. I trust a guy not on a team more than I trust a guy on a team. I'm gonna grab Will Fuller. You know, I hope he goes to Cleveland. Maybe he goes to Green Bay. You know, they, they could use him. They lost MVS, who's kind of a deep guy. So I'll take my shot there. See what happens. Uh, it's just a, a late round depth play here. No harm done. Um, Robbie Anderson, Jacoby Myers, Miko Hardman, and Mac Jones go off the board. Will, you have three picks left. We're, we're getting close to Yeah, this. yeah. So some guys I'm interested in in the last few picks. Um, you still got Gus Edwards there. Sony is interesting. Um, not wouldn't be thrilled about him. Still have a couple of San Francisco running backs. We, as you mentioned, we've got Trey Sermon. We've got uh, Jeff Wilson there. Mark Ingram is interesting. He's still pretty far down there. Um, don't know what you think about Eno Benjamin or Keyshawn Fawn. Some interesting guys. Peoples Jones, who I mentioned, uh, could be a beneficiary. I uh, don't want to load up too much on Cleveland players, but he could be interesting. And I feel like Devontae Parker is a candidate to be traded as well, um, being just kind of buried there behind Waddle, Kasicki, and Hill. So he's someone that I'd keep an eye on. But I'm going to lock in someone who I talked about a little bit earlier there uh, in Gus Edwards. I think he is just very valuable to have as you know, that heavy running offense. And, you know, given he's still injured, sure, but it's so late in the draft. We've only got three picks left. We'll lock him in here. Gus Edwards, Devontae Parker goes off the board next. Uh, Logan Thomas, Tua Tagovailoa, who's an interesting shot to take at quarterback with all the weapons he has. Sony Michelle and McKissick on the turn. Naeem Hines, Kenyon Drake, and LaVisca Chenault. So looking for, like, upside plays really at this point this late in the draft there's not too many at the receiver position i think one that is is someone that i mentioned there in donovan people's jones i think he is someone that you know especially having watson as well if watson hits they have some interesting tight ends but i think unless they really trade or sign someone people's jones is likely going to step up and into that number two position so i think i'm going to go him here and i've got a few running backs that i am keeping my eye on um, to see what what falls back to me here in the next round. So we're going to take a shot on Donovan Peoples-Jones to keep that balance there of five and a half running backs and five and a half receivers with that Patterson move. Uh, after him, we have Curtis Samuel, Trey Sermon, Matt Ryan, who I think is a very good late pick, Matt Ryan and Corey Davis. So I was scrolling through the wide receivers well to see if uh, there's any deep options. Um I think there's a couple, not a couple. There's a few. Um, I, I did notice that uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Larry Fitzgerald are still on here. <laughs> you never know. Maybe they're um, coming back. Yeah, and I, I figured I'd hit the bottom of the barrel. But actually, after them in ADP is uh, Deontay Harris in New Orleans. Probably the wide receiver, too. He had some good games last year. Um so is Jamal Agnew, who I'm not expecting too much out of out of Jacksonville, but I would think his ADP would be higher than people who aren't playing. Um, Khalif Raymond for Detroit is another one, um, and I'm just I'm really deep down here. Uh, Sammy Watkins is down here. Zach Pascal, uh, Eagle, uh, pretty far down here. Uh, but there's some guys further up that I do have some faith in. Um, Van Jefferson, if Allen Robinson really is just done. Uh, he would end up being the wide receiver too until OBJ 
is a signed and b comes back um kj osborne you know we we saw some good games out of him last year for minnesota maybe he uh he grows a little bit um i'm not sure that there's a lot of breakout potential here alan lazard technically the wide receiver one in green bay right now um and former green bay player uh marquez valdez scantling mvs in kansas city now so he is probably the guy I would rather take a shot on. Not the well, Juju to me is the top guy, like you were you were talking about earlier. But between MVS and Miko, I think MVS is the guy I would rather uh draft. But I'm probably gonna take two. So KJ Osborne has a higher ADP. I'm gonna take a shot on him first, uh, to see you know what happens there. Can he overtake Thieland? Um, you know, just a, a play on a young player and that you know, we saw some breakout potential for him. See what happens in the first couple games. Uh, Marvin Jones goes, Calvin Ridley, Zach Moss, uh, Braxton Berrios, and then I will go ahead and I will lock in MVS as well. Uh, another just upside guy I take with my last pick. Do I expect him to break out? Probably not, but there's definitely worse shots that you could take on a murky situation with one of the best offenses in the league. So I will go ahead and lock in MVS. Uh, Khalil Herbert goes off the board. There's Albert O. Finally, the uh, 1405, Kevin Vaughn, Russell Gage, and you are up with your last. Yeah, so a couple of guys. Um, Devontae Foreman is interesting. Carolina, you know, there's there's rumors that you have the Christian McCaffrey trade. Um, Always potential for injury. I know you got Chuba that went earlier, but Foreman looks pretty good in Tennessee. um, And he's there now. But I think the guy that I'll probably take a shot on here is... Good old Jeff Wilson. Um, you never know what's going to happen in that backfield. And he is someone that has proven that he's done it year in and year out whenever the opportunity arises. So late in the draft here, this is someone that you want to get that you're more than okay cutting week one. So if he just so happens to still be there, um, or if, if, if he hits, great. If not, you can cut him for that first week waiver claim. So... We'll lock in an extra running back here. As I said, you know, Steve and I typically tend to try to have a good balance of running back and receiver, leaning receiver here. So leaning running back on my end looks like you leaned receiver a bit. So we'll lock in Jeff Wilson for the last pick. And then after that, you got Robert Tunyon, Van Jefferson, Damian. No, that's not Damian Williams. That's Daryl Williams and Evan Ingram. Perfect. So that wraps up the draft. So a quick reminder, Will is drafting out of the 105. Will, do you want to go? Sure. So at quarterback, we've got Sean Watson. At running back, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams, Cordell Patterson, Kenny Gainwell, Gus Edwards, and Jeff Wilson. Receiver, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Devonta Smith, Rondale Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Cordell Patterson again. And with tight end we have dalton schultz okay and i was at the 110 here at quarterback i got tom brady at running back uh naji mixon uh, elijah mitchell chase Edmonds, jamal williams at the wide receiver position godwin Pittman, mooney bateman uh william fuller kj osborne and mvs and then at the tight end position darren waller will what do you think of your team yeah pretty happy i mean definitely a little light at receiver um, but I think I'd rather be light there than light at running back. Um, I guess, you know, kind of getting both tight end and quarterback in the mid round could have waited a little longer on quarterback and got another receiver like a Bateman. I guess Bateman 
or Chark. But there's really not somebody that I would have loved to get instead of Watson. So I guess probably the idea would have been maybe taking Cooks, Mooney, or Williams over Schultz and waited a little bit longer for him. But overall, I think pretty happy. What about yours? Yeah, pretty happy too, which is kind of surprising because I, I tend to not like my team when I draft tight ends early. Um, but I'm happy with it. It's definitely got a lot of bust potential in it. Uh, classic. Um, but overall, it's solid. I mean, Najee and, and Mixon should carry this team. You know, I'm confident in Godwin and Pittman. So, you know, that's a good four. You know, as Waller, as long as Waller doesn't fall off really hard because of Adam's arrival, should be a good team. Um, so, yeah, overall, I like it. As a first draft in in the end of March, early April. Now, you know, there's a lot to sort out with ADPs. You know, we mentioned Tom Brady, Trey Lance, Watson. Uh, I imagine MVS is going to start climbing that he signed. You know, Landry's going to find a team. So there's a lot to figure out there uh, as far as ADPs. Things are going to shuffle around, but um, I, I think they relatively made sense. Uh, which is not something that we normally get when we do <laughs> yeah. the first mock of the year. Um, but yeah, it was a fun exercise. Awesome. Now, um, Will, I believe our next show, we're doing every two weeks, except for a bit of an interruption. Our next show is going to be a rookie mock draft. Um, and then the week after that is going to be our NFL predictions. Always fun, NFL draft predictions. Um, and then I imagine another rookie mock or a dynasty startup mock or something to that degree after that. But uh, yeah, in two weeks. Got another rookie mock, and then after that, the draft prediction show. Yeah, a lot so, coming uh, up here. We will see you then. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, getting back in the swing of things. So uh, I believe typically we do every two weeks until June, and then we get back to, to one a week. Um, I know that the draft makes it so I think we do a show in two weeks and then another one mm-hmm. after that. But whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, but until then, folks, thanks for listening, and trust your board.